0: 25 years of Jaguars football.
1: Touchdown, Jacksonville. A 90-yard touchdown pass from Blake Gortles to Allen Robinson.
0: It is Thursday, January 30th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, anxiously awaiting induction into the Meat and Bourbon Hall of Fame, <laughs> JP Shadrick. It's a long list of
2: finalists at this table, at least. Welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour. JP Shadrick, Jeff Loggeman is back yeah. in the flesh. What's up, man? All right, it's all
3: good, man. It's all good, and uh, it's a good week to be back because there's so much going on in the football world. Yes, and we're gonna get I, to some. I, I try to I try to not get over inundated with Super Bowl media week, just because it just gets to be so much. And it kind of takes away from the sparkle of the game a little bit when you mm-hmm. just kind of get tired of all the coverage. So I try to stay away from
2: it all week, and then I just get in front of the TV on Sunday and I eat it up. I, I turn on the pregame show at whenever it starts, 1 o'clock. And, I, and no, we'll, I'm, I have it on all day. I'm not going to do that. See, I like that. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I give, have it on, give, me on.
3: A, give me an hour of pregame like normal, and then let me get to the game. Here's what we're getting
2: to on the TJP, show. Tonight. I
3: got to keep my week normal. Apparently so. That's how you gotta, routine. That's how you got
2: to keep your routine. Here's what's coming up on our show today Super Bowl week. We'll uh, discuss some of the game coming up Sunday. Hall of Fame vote. That's coming up Saturday. Vaselli, watch. We'll uh, hear from Tony Baselli coming up. He'll be on Radio Row down in Miami. And uh, we'll hear from Ashlyn Sullivan. And John Ogier as well. It's coming up a little bit later. And a special guest, Mark Brunel, scheduled to join uh, the folks down in South Beach today. Good. Also. So uh, we'll hear a lot about Tony Buscelli's, um candidacy for the Hall of Fame. He's in the 15 finalists. That'll be throughout the show today. Uh, let's rewind a little bit for the Jaguars, though. We're going to hear about Tony all day, and we'll get to him later. Mm. The Jaguars, since we've last spoken, you and I, have Mm -hmm. hired an offensive coordinator, Jay Gruden, former Washington Redskins head coach, former Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator before that for a few years. And uh, here he comes to Jacksonville. What do you think? Well, first and uh, foremost, I I like the hire just
3: because he's got a lot of experience. And when Jay was was the offensive coordinator in Cincinnati, and even when he was the head coach in Washington, he was always viewed – as uh, one of the better coordinators in the National Football League, one of the better play callers in the National Football League. And this was, was right along the lines of kind of what I was expecting. And I, and I made mention of when we were talking about the type of candidate that the Jaguars could get, my opinion was that it would take it was going to take somebody that has kind of been there and done that and wasn't looking for the next step up or the next job to take to make them end up having a better job in the future. And Jay fits that bill, and he's a good coach, and uh, he's a bright offensive mind. And and I'm looking forward to seeing what his opinion is once he comes in here because I think there's a lot of evaluation that's going to be coming up when he walks in the door, and in his opinion, is going to hold a lot of weight when it comes to a lot of important decisions that are going to be happening with his organization offensively.
2: Yeah, namely under center, who's going to exactly. have the reins at quarterback number one.
3: Exactly, and there's other there's other guys that I think he's going to be able to have some input on, whether it be, you know, the offensive line or uh, wide receivers, running back. What I mean, whatever it is. I mean, he's the offensive coordinator, and I'm sure that there's going to be some tweaks and maybe an adjustment here or there, and I don't think anything major, but maybe some subtle tweaks because, you know, when an offensive coordinator comes in, he likes to have a comfort level with some of those that are around him. And obviously a lot of the staff that is here are going to be staying, but there might be one or two positions because there are some openings still. Uh, but there might be one or two positions to where Jay has a comfort level with somebody that will help him, part of his like inner circle, whatever you want to call it. That he feels real comfortable with, and uh, and I'm sure that they will bring them in with Jay to work with Jay and and make the situation better for him.
2: Yeah, quarterback coach still out there looming as well. We'll see what they decide. Yeah, and on I, that.
3: you know, and as Doug said, you know, they they talked about they still got to work through. Would Jay be the offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach? Um, I would expect them to hire somebody. Uh, I don't ex- necessarily expect them to hire somebody to be a, a strictly a quarterbacks coach. It could happen, but they also could look at maybe supplementing another position with a, that coach position. In other words, so they don't have to have a quarterback coach. Maybe they bring in, you know, an extra offensive line coach or extra offensive assistant just in general. You know, I, so I don't know. But uh, I mean, they could she, leave it vacant too. Well, not, they could, anything, but I don't right? expect that to happen. I mean, typically. I mean, once you once you have a certain number on your staff, I mean, that's there's a reason why you have that number. You have a belief that it takes that many people to be able to do the job, on one side of the ball or the other. Uh,
2: the point is, I guess, there's no limit on how many you can have or not have, right? I mean, the the you Patriots know, you have, have all like, you want. Patriots have like 12. Look, if you if you, I mean, and that's that's the it unique how they thing, work. and and that most teams aren't like the
3: Patriots. The Patriots are very unique. You know, they have. And, and I understand why Bill Belichick does that. Bill wants to have as few voices as possible in the player's ear because he believes that the less voices that are in somebody's ear, it creates more clarity for the players. And he's probably right in a lot of instances. But with some of the changes in football and the, the expanding staff, a lot of coaches, head coaches, like to have bigger staffs because there's always a lot of change in the National Football League. And so let's say that you lose somebody to be a coordinator for another team. Well, okay, we lost so-and-so. He took a job to be a coordinator for another team. We had an assistant position coach. He can just move right up into that position that was vacated by this guy who got an advancement. So there's a little bit of that philosophy, but I'm a big – I would probably be more along the lines of what Belichick believes in having less coaches and less voices for the players to have more clarity.
2: Well, it helps when you have a quarterback in an offense uh, that's been going at it for darn near 20 years.
3: Well, you know, I, I, yeah, it helps. There's no doubt yeah. to have the GOAT. But at the same token, Belichick has won without the GOAT too. Has he? You think? Has Matt he? Castle? Jimmy Garoppolo? They won 11 games. They missed the I mean, playoffs. I know there's a limited um, Yeah, Yeah. Just, uh, right. Say that again. They won, they, games? The,
2: they won 11. They missed the playoffs oh. that year.
3: M- won 11 missed games, play- missed playoffs. We missed the playoffs.
2: You think we'd be happy with <laughs> winning 11 games playoffs. and missing
3: the playoffs around here?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We'll take it any day of the week. I'm with you. Uh, Super Bowl week. We'll hear from Tony Buscelli and them coming up down in uh, Miami. Ashland Sullivan's down there. John Osier as well. Um, little thought about the the, the the game this week. I mean, this is going to be matchup. fun to watch. Chiefs, 49ers. Uh, I know you, you're not one. You're just ready to watch the game on Sunday. Well, listen, but this l- l- matchup's
3: fun. Well, l- l- let me c- kind of correct it a little bit. I don't watch a lot of TV the Super Bowl week. I still keep up with reading and clips and kind of what's going on at the Super Bowl uh, or during the week. But I- I'm not one of those people that's just going to sit in front of the TV and then just listen to a million different people give an opinion over and over about the same thing. I'm not, that's not what I'm going to do. But when there's news that comes out. Of the Super Bowl, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to to get it. I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna uh, even do more research into some of the things that I think are pretty interesting. And I, but I think to, to talk about the game itself, it's, I think this is a great matchup. I think it's a great matchup, and I hope that one thing doesn't happen. And then a lot of times in the Super Bowl, I call it the magnification of mistakes, and that everybody expects as a, when you're. In a Super Bowl, and you're a team, in a Super Bowl player, coach, everything, you want everything to go so perfect. And when something goes wrong, a lot of times that leads to another mistake, that leads to another mistake, that leads to another mistake. And then before you know it, it's a butt kicking or it's a lopsided game because you don't overreact to those things in the regular season. You, hey, let's just keep
2: fighting. You yeah, know? A 60 minute game. 60 minute
3: game, right, no yeah. big deal. Mm-hmm. But the added pressure of it being a Super Bowl and uh, the pressures of having that perfect game and we can't mess this up, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. A lot of times one small mistake, and it might be on a, on a scale of 1 to 100 as far as mistakes go. It might be a 10. But because it's during the Super Bowl, you make it feel like it's a 35 Huge. Huge. or a 40. And then that ends up messing you up you know, in plays down the road. So you hope that that doesn't happen. And uh, with uh, with the coaches in the game, with with Andy Reid and yeah. Kyle Shanahan, they they've been in big games
2: before. Hopefully, the likelihood of that happening is small. That was my next uh, point. Was Andy Reid's been in this game before with a different organization? Of course, did not win it. It was right here in Jacksonville. Um, but he's been at this for so long, and in, in playoff games and everything, kind of understands it. Shanahan, I'm rooting for him. Was in it. I'm I'm rooting for Andy Reid. I'm going to tell you that right now. And well, Shanahan was in it. Remember, he was offensive coordinator in Atlanta. When they had the huge lead and lost to the Patriots,
3: a yeah, and which so. you know the, the, a lot of the people pinned the loss on Kyle Shanahan right. for some of the play calling that he had offensively. If he chose to run, run the ball there at the end of the ball game, more than likely the, the Atlanta Falcons would be Super Bowl champs. And uh, Kyle ha- Shanahan doesn't have that kind of of backing, though, that Andy Reid has. I, and I agree. I said this before that you can go and pull anybody that has ever worked for Andy Reid, even people that he has fired, including Bob Sutton, who was his defensive coordinator last year, who Andy Reid just recently came out and lauded and said, hey, Bob Sutton was a big part of what we are doing here now because he helped build the foundation. How many coaches do that? And if you ask Bob Sutton about Andy Reid and he got fired, he would not say a bad word about Andy That's Reed. right. That's what Andy Reid is. There, There are no people in the National Football League that have anything bad to say about Andy Reid because there are so many good things to say about Andy Reid. And he's been through a lot in his NFL career. And he is a uh, purely a football coach. And uh, and he's wired for football. And there's a lot of people that, out, that are out there that are rooting for him. And, and I'm one of them. Uh, and I don't have any connection with Andy Reid. I just know a lot of people that have worked for Andy Reid and people that played for Andy Reid. And the love and affection that they have for Andy Reid is very apparent. And so you, you naturally root for somebody like that. Quarterback matchup, Patrick Mahomes, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and it's, it's clear that Mahomes is the better player. I mean, it's, it is what it is, but Garoppolo is capable. Yeah, sure he, is. he has a more than capable run game to support him, and he has a more than capable defense to support him as well.
2: I'm just curious how long that defense can keep up with Kansas City's guys on offense. I mean, because they've got a track team around Mahomes, and then if you cover them, then he can run for it
4: too.
3: Well – Who knows? The biggest thing is, is that – and I think Robert Sala is – I mean, this this has to be a big game on his end. And the back end has to play really well because Kansas City's good enough to where – Sometimes, no matter how good you play up front, Patrick Mahomes can make you pay in the back end, even though you're playing really well up front. That, that's, that's how good Patrick Mahomes is. That's the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, you play well up front, you're probably going to end up playing very well against Jimmy Garoppolo. Against Patrick Mahomes, you play really well up front. It doesn't mean you're going to play really well against Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. That's the difference. That's the two, that's probably the thing that separates those two quarterbacks. And Mahomes can carry a team on his back. He's that good.
2: Putting ahead on Jaguars Happy Hour, we're back in a moment and we'll head to South Beach, Miami Beach, Florida. Radio Row Ashwin Sullivan, John Osier standing by with Tony Bacelli and Mark Brunel. It's right after this. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
5: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro-distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
0: Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate.
5: Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment, and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh, wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. <laughs> oh, they took your stereo, too.
0: The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on Retter's insurance.
6: Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol.
0: Hey, Jax fans, you know green chili makes everything taste better. And our friends at 505 Southwestern make the good stuff. Flame roasted, premium quality. It's the famous Hatch Valley green chili in glass jars, not in tin cans. Try this idea. Mix some 505 green chili into your favorite salsa and add some kick. Or use 505 as a guacamole starter. You'll love 505 Southwestern.
3: You've reached the Rookie Support Hotline. This is Peyton Manning. Your commitment to keeping Sunday laundry-free is truly inspiring, and Tide is committed to your commitment. You're making the world a better place for our rookies one week at a time. They grow up so fast. Remember, there are plenty of other days of the week, and Tide is America's number one detergent for all of them. If it's laundry night, it's got to be Tide.
0: Yeah 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 yeah, uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South- Welcome
2: back, Jaguars Happy Hour. JP Shadrick, Jeff Loggeman, Bill Smith. That?
1: Apparently,
2: uh, Jaguars Happy Hour rolls along. It's Super Bowl week. The uh, game is in Miami, South Florida this year. Saturday, the Hall of Fame voting will uh, go on for the uh, the fifteen finalists, including Tony Baselli. Um, we're going to go down to South Beach now, Radio Row at the Miami Beach Convention Center, and we have got a foursome standing by: Oh, Ashton Sullivan, John O'Shea, and others. We're
8: live here, Radio Row, Super Bowl oh, coverage. Are we on? Oh, on. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's a close one. <laughs> Thank goodness, Miami Beach Convention Center. We had good. Co- we had a good
1: like off the air. That was a good like. podcast a good podcast. <laughs> conversation. The, the
9: question was. Who would it be cool to see walking through Radio Row? Because Tony's not d- can't come up with anybody he'd He's be impressed with. He's over athletes. I've got a list of about 100 people that would impress me if I saw him. Like, autograph.
1: you okay. would be, like, when you say impressed, like, you'd go, like, ask for an autograph? Like no, I'm like not going to ask for an uh, autograph. Like, at what
9: not, level? Not until they got out in the parking lot.
8: And you run and follow.
9: But I think, like, you see like Hall of Famers, football players, you know, all that stuff walk through. Okay, but, it, like, if a, uh, a famous actor walked through, I would think that's cool. Like, hey, there's Russell Crowe, Kevin Costner. That's cool. I'm not going to stalk him and chase him down and all that stuff, but I think that'd be cool.
8: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess.
4: All right. Well, we're different.
8: I was Team (laughs) J-Lo, but that's just me. J-Lo. Yeah. Eh, I'd run and cry and follow her. eh, why, Why? But not Shakira. No. Okay. Why no, Do You like her music? Yeah, I think she's awesome. So, so,
1: you, so she sings? She's doing the half. Yeah, she sings. She, sings? Oh. she
8: sings. She acts. Jennifer she Lopez, sings. really?
9: Oh, I, I've well, seen her act, but I don't. I, I haven't bought an album. Do they, she s- dances. Do they still call them albums these <laughs> no, days? They, they don't, don't do albums no. anymore. But uh, s- how about CDs? Know. Do they do CDs? No. no. Those, what think? are they called eight now? Tracks. They're called uh, eight tracks. yeah. The old guy in the
4: group. There he is.
1: You know, she's doing the halftime show. Oh, I'm aware. And so one of the perks of doing the sidelines for Westwood One is. One of our producers helps get the uh, sideline all the... He's an engineer. gets everything set up. And so he go wa- he watches the uh, rehearsal the day before. And so he always comes to us and says, okay, this is where they're going to come out. This is where we're going to end up. This is how close... And so he, we get positioned where... When Lady Gaga performed a few years ago, remember she, dumped, uh, she dove jumped off the foam yeah. pit? I was from media. We were right next to each other. When she got out and walked next to her, she's finishing
8: And you were in tears. No, I didn't Lady really care you but you were
1: like a high five. <laughs> so like hey, nice I will I will get <laughs> I will get from <laughs> me to you, I guarantee you somehow to Jennifer Lopez.
8: Please tell her I say hello. I will. All right. Tony Baselli, Mark What's Burnell up? here hey. on Radio Row Hey Mark, I know you're here for a reason, so do tell. NFL legends, well, I was told.
9: Yes. Um for two reasons. One to see the big lug get in. Um <laughs> and two, so uh, the NFL, six years ago, started uh, an organization out of the NFL office called the Legends Community. It's our alumni group. And so every year at the Super Bowl and at the Combine Draft, um, we host – this year we'll probably have four or 500 former players come through. And what the Legends Lounge I'll is – I'll be there. Tony will be there. Uh, it's a safe place for former bla- players to go, free food, free drinks – no media, just a, a place to here. hang out, That's my favorite. hang out, uh, reconnect with former teammates and uh, uh, guys that you played with, guys you played against. Uh, we've been doing it for about six years now, and it and it's great to see guys that played in the '70s or '80s uh, reconnect with someone that they played against. You know, and and uh, it's a lot of fun. The stories and the camaraderie. The thing you miss most miss most about the game it's it's the it is that camaraderie, mm-hmm. and uh, and you get to see guys relive that to a degree, um, and, and so it's a lot of fun. So we'll have that tonight, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, and, and yeah. uh, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun.
4: Stay safe place, or are they in some sort of danger? Yeah.
8: No, are are we come we on, Johnny. <laughs> are we no. are you We're We're in Miami. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
4: Yes. Well, <laughs> on a serious note, here's what I want to know, because I know we don't have, have – that along with Mark. No, I yeah I got things to do. I know you guys. Are, are I'm a big Tight. Deal. You give each other grief all the time, but pretend Tony's not here, which we oh all love. Gosh. Oh gosh. Th- Tell me what it would there mean we to you <laughs> if he gets in.
9: Uh, you know what? It's it's long overdue. It's well deserved. You know, and you know, I'm on Twitter and I see all these you know people saying this about Tony Baselli. He was the best at this, and you know you look at all the. Clips and Bruce Smith talks. I got to see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. I was on. I was in the huddle. I was on the field. I was in the locker room. I, don't listen to this. <laughs> I got to experience really the greatness day in mm-hmm. and day out. The leadership, the work ethic, how he played, how he approached the game on the field, off the field. So, I mean, I know it better than anybody, right. and uh, I know how deserving he is, and uh, it's going to happen at some point. I really want it to happen this weekend because I can't take this anymore of him not getting in. It drives me crazy. I know he gets nervous. I do too. Uh, but again, it's 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 uh, it's deserving. Uh, the Hall of Fame is for players who were great. Mm-hmm. Tony Baselli was a great player. Okay. Tony, you can come back into you the room up? now. Well, he's it's getting it's emotional because that's what he does. Uh. <laughs>
1: I'm don't I, don't I, say anything. There's nothing to I'm say. Taking like. a ne- <laughs> I'm
9: taking a new approach this year, though. Okay. Okay, so for the last few years.
1: <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> so That's the
7: Tony
9: last few years, too, which we'll get I to. I have a new yeah, approach, right. No, our, our approaches we have. We flipped. Uh, are all, we flipped. So the That's last the three, four, five, however many years we've been doing this, <laughs> I have been Mr. Positive. Especially last year. Like, it's going to happen. Last year, I was on. It's going to happen. Tony, I'm telling you. It's in my gut. I feel it. I feel it in my gut. I know it's happening. You know, I just, I just know it. I can't. I can't tell you how strongly I feel about this. I was felt so good about it, and then it doesn't happen. And then as soon as it didn't happen, the first thing out of Tony's mouth when he gets off the phone, yeah, so much for your gut, Brunel. <laughs> <laughs> so this year I'm changing up, okay? I am Mr. Negative, okay? <laughs> we'll have to wait till next year because this isn't happening, okay? I don't trust the voters. I hate them all. They all suck, <laughs> you know? But it's not happening. Oh, so we'll be in Vegas. We'll be in Vegas next year's. And maybe it'll happen then, but I'm Mr. Negative. First of all, well, it's in Tampa. What's right? Vegas? It's, I don't know. We're not going to be in Vegas. It's not in Vegas? No,
8: it's Tampa. You could go to Vegas. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> in Vegas.
4: <laughs>
3: the
8: draft's gotta, in Vegas. i got to
9: stay out of Vegas now. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is dangerous. <laughs> you need a safe place there. I you think need I a th- Legends th- land think, in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've told, like, I've talked to, been on the radio row, and i said Super Bowl in Vegas like eight times today. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
8: <laughs> <I love laughs> well, not
1: you know, they're all looking at you like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But okay. they don't. Yeah,
8: CTE. <laughs> CTE. They don't want yeah, to tell you because <laughs> you're so uh, yeah.
4: I don't think we have. I mean, I've been on the show with you guys uh, separately a lot, but yeah. it's not every day we get together on the show together. What a treat. Um, You'll be invoiced. It is a treat. <laughs> uh, well, I ain't paying. Um, we know And <laughs> the Jags aren't <laughs> either. By the way, we <laughs> you know never pay <laughs> any for <laughs> <Not> anything for <laughs> anything. Yeah, yeah. Not if I can help. Oh, this is
9: for the Jaguars. Yeah, we're not getting paid. Free as <laughs> me.
4: Um, Mark, <laughs> uh, tell me from your perspective, maybe your best Biselli story on the field. Maybe a game you remember. Anything that the fans maybe don't hear all the time. You
9: couldn't. A, I've been sitting here for an hour. You couldn't ask me to think about that before.
4: Well, that's best right to now. It. Well. I, I need time. I was too busy we talking to Sally. We um, so
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell you my uh, my you, favorite. You hold off. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you're be you on sure? till
9: five. No, I got two I'm gonna I'm left. tell you
1: because Mark. It's <laughs> about because it goes to the whole legends thing, the le- legends line and what they're trying to do, and the, it's fun this week because you get around a lot of guys. Try to replicate that camaraderie, mm-hmm. that locker room stuff. But like my favorite memories about playing with Mark were, yeah, the games, and I could tell stories of things that happened sure. in the games and crazy things. But like the tradi- like the kind of the schedule like you got into and the fun things like back then we you roomed with somebody. Mm-hmm. Now players have their own rooms. You could have your own room back when we played, but you had to pay for your own room. And yeah. I'm like, neither of us were gonna pay for
0: anything like, now.
1: <laughs> That's no. not
4: happening. No. So we roomed together.
1: And like I think back like the fun like we'd go to dinner the same time. So pretty
4: much the whole time you played together you room together. We were yeah. together. Okay. Yeah. We'd go to
1: the same t- we go to the same not restaurant. Not the first year, we did not like each other yeah. the first year. <laughs> first <laughs> first second year, second year, year on. Yeah. We go to the same restaurant at home every year. Every week. On the road we'd have the same routine. And part one of my favorite things, <laughs> the routine was at night, like we'd get over, everyone, you know, you get a bed check, and Mark and I would at eleven o'clock Wait what? <laughs> we we'll turned on, sat- no, we'll turn on Saturday oh, night? not for radio <laughs> <laughs> we we'll turned on Saturday well that's that was later um, <laughs> we we turned on uh, Saturday Saturday night live okay and we had a tradition before every <laughs> home game no every I mean every home or road game we would watch Saturday night live didn't miss it did not miss it <laughs> <laughs> Every I'm, I'm the telling whole you, show, you're up till one.
9: Oh, absolutely. Uh, there was uh, a no. game. The next well, he would day. fall asleep. I, I, fall I had to finish it. I had to watch well, the I whole had, thing. It,
1: it would go like twelve thirty, whatever time. I'd fall asleep around midnight. Cause you, I had trouble sleeping anyways, and I'd be up at the crack of dawn. Right. And so, um, but we'd watch Saturday Night Live, and we'd laugh and joke, and then we'd be telling. I mean, and so and that, that was during
4: good Saturday Night Live. That was Will Ferrell Oh life. yeah, no. Chris it was
9: Chris yeah.
1: Oh gosh, it was great. And so so funny. Like just little things like sure. that. Like you don't get to do like. Grown men hanging out, <laughs> watching Saturday Night Live and laughing, and then going playing the game. Those, those are the it, things. It was really the In only. any d-
4: other situation, it would be frowned upon. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, like, yeah. Well,
1: it'd be questioned. Well, <laughs> look it, well, th- the the question is, is, for sure. <laughs> I think
9: it probably was too. Well, back then, when we were, you know, playing for. Uh, the Jaguars, it was probably the only two hours of enjoyment we had the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> the only time you're allowed to laugh. <laughs> Did Tom never come in
4: and hang out at party? No, 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 Hey, no. what's
9: on? If Tom's listening, he's like, that's why Brunel never won a Super Bowl. He's watching Saturday Night Live all night. <laughs> he, <laughs> night.
4: he might have found us if he found oh, out. Oh, yeah,
9: totally. <laughs> no, the
4: was, SNL fine. <laughs>
9: Tom was great. Uh, Tony, um... <laughs> The memories, I gave are, you time. The, the memories are, are off-the-field stuff, and uh, it's locker room. It's the weight room. It's just, you know, the meals. Uh, on the field, he was all business. I mean, he didn't, he didn't say a lot. He competed. I used to love it when you'd get in fights, and he'd talk trash. Um, I think the Monday night game against, you know, Jason Taylor saying, sure. you know, come on, and uh, that was pretty cool. I got I, I saw that. Uh, I, honestly, maybe I, I just don't remember an on-the-field uh story where he said so because he he just kicked everybody's butt every time he went out there you know yeah. it's the same thing and I don't, it wasn't getting boring at all he used to he used to cuss at me when I'd run out of bounds <laughs> on his side and be a sack <laughs> He would do- he would m he would cuss me out. I never used foul would, language. I, yeah, never. Yeah, he did. Because never. we, I'd, yeah, I'd roll out to the left, and you know, instead of throwing it away, I'd step, I'd step out I'll of g- bounds before the line of scrimmage, which, as you know, is is a sack to his side. Right. And
1: so, I'll give you a perfect story one
9: time. He it's said, you know he, the hall yeah, yet." One time he said, "He said I ran out of bounds." He said, "You're costing me the Hall of Fame." <laughs> <laughs> and so
1: and enough, that's why we're here. Five years later, <laughs> so the, we're playing Seattle. It's '96. <laughs> we're on that run. And uh, Michael McCrae was the right end. He ended up going to Baltimore. So I played him. I played him 15 times. One of the best players when <laughs> we played. And, uh, and I knew it was a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're playing, going about it. And at the end of the day, I look at the stat sheet, and he has three sacks. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I remember one, he got a good bull rush, the pocket collapsed. Marcus trying to, you know, had to hold it for a second. And it was a illegit- I mean, Michael McCrae beat me. It was a good play by him. And, okay, fine, whatever. And I'm like, when did he get two other sacks? And then I go back and I look at it. <laughs> well, on yeah, a naked yeah. naked bootleg, instead of throwing it away, Brunel runs out of bounds one yard behind the line of scrimmage. It would have hurt my rating. <laughs> sack, because McCrary was the closest one. Yeah. like, okay. And then the next one, I remember I had stoned Michael McCrary on the line of scrimmage. He's running around there like he does, trying to find somebody <laughs> can't find anybody. And instead of, again, throwing it away, he tries to run up into the line of scrimmage. <laughs> And gets tackled for no gain in the, the NFL. Sack. That's a sack. And I'm Yikes. like, I'm like, you're killing me, man. I mean, man, you, you gave doing? up
9: three sacks that yeah. day. You were terrible. <laughs> you're killing me.
1: But th- my favorite story about Mark is, as a player, is on the field. There was very few guys as tough physically mm-hmm. as Mark Brunel. and what it epitomizes in my memory. I don't know why. I remember we're playing the Baltimore Ravens. And they had a safety, Eric uh, Turner, I think his name was, yep. tr- a strong safety. Yep. And we're blocking, and they bring a blitz, a uh, blitz from the secondary. And Mark's hanging in there, and I'm blocking my guy, and he's kind of trying to move to the left a little bit to buy time because he knows that the free safety, strong strong safety's coming. And it's one of those throws where he's throwing it, and as he's throwing it, Eric Turner's he- crown of his helmet is on his chin driving him to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I could hear, like, the air. (laughs) Like, leave his body. And and I'm blocking my gun. I turn around. The ball's gone. It's probably completed. And I look down, and he is just looking up at me with his eyes wide open. And I'm like, is he dead? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not moving. (laughs) And I'm like, bro. And he just looks at me, and he's not moving. So I help him up. Comes back in the huddle. He's, like, barely sitting there. And he's trying to call the play. And he can't call the play. He's, like, just sitting there. And so we call timeout. And I'm like
8: <laughs> get it together.
7: Yeah.
1: I'm like he's done. I'm like someone, you know, here comes some whoever the backup <laughs> was then. I don't remember who it was. And I'm like, well, "Oh, great. We have the backup now, you know, to be harder." And all of a sudden, here comes eight jogging back <laughs> in there. <laughs> and like nothing mm-hmm. had happened. And like so when people like it's different now because the quarterbacks are more protected. I mean, back then, I mean, they were they were free game back mm-hmm. there and this guy rarely missed a play rarely missed a game and i mean it's so it's, uh, that's I, I always those memories mm-hmm. and those are the great things i can tell stories about a lot of the guys we played with yep, absolutely it's, it's the it's the bond that you have and mark and i you know remain friends all these years still best of friends and and because uh, it's partly for a lot of reasons but part it's the history you have of being together and doing something together and the memories around it on the field locker room traveling
8: all the things
1: that uh happened around playing for the jaguars
8: Let's not forget, though, that this is your fault. He addressed that. Yeah, because he he doesn't doesn't throw it
1: away. The other thing is – If it doesn't happen this year, it's on you. Half the time he just sit back there and just, like, I'm like, throw the ball. Um, how about you throw well, it before? If we're if gonna go there, this isn't seven. <laughs> mi- this isn't seven Mississippi. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it, it, here we go. Here we go.
9: And I John, and John I went you too know far. this. You know I this is true. Far. Okay, just think of because I was a left-handed quarterback. <laughs> how many times I saved him because I could see when he got
4: beat. I'm surprised Cersei's <laughs> not sitting <laughs> here. Well. And because
9: I can move around, I can see yeah. when he whiffed. <laughs> And I made somebody <laughs> miss, yeah. got rid of the ball, yeah, or ran. It? You know, so so. Yeah. Th- yeah. Well, the truth is this: Cornell never, g- Baselli never gave up a sack. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was there. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> I can move. Yeah. I was I was Gardner Nifty. Minshew before Gardner Minshew. You no know, one was touching me. You know,
1: like yeah. the certain like tapes, like coaches will put together of quarterbacks of like how to do something, like th- like the whole thing. Mike McCarthy had these tapes of Joe Montana, <laughs> and how he taught Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers drop backs, and this is what you do there was a tape of Mark of what not to do. Oh, that's such <laughs> crap. Because that's not true. Now you're lying <laughs> to Mark, our fans. Mark fans. would, like, drop back and, like, whatever reason, it would be straight drop back, but he'd do, like, a half roll to the left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like bro, what are you doing over here? He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, that's what I do. He trusted you. Like, this is supposed to be my Th- area. There's actually y- some truth to that. <laughs> go, there's actually <laughs> some truth to that. This is my area, not your area. Go to your <laughs> <laughs> area. Leave my area alone. Oh, that was but good stuff. it's funny because this week, you know, talking about, the last couple of weeks is there's so many mobile quarterbacks now. And I, I got asked, I said, what about Patrick Mahomes? And he moves around and they said, you played like with a guy like, mm-hmm. you played like Patrick Mahomes oh a little my. bit before. Wow. A comparison. Like, you said that? No, he, the guy asked oh, me the question. Oh, you I'm didn't like, agree with that. I'm like, he <laughs> didn't watch very much film, then, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but I said, I said, you're right. And what Mark did that back then it was frowned upon. This was the crazy thing. Yeah. When he first came in, it was a frowned upon the way he played. And there were – Everyone else was a statue. You drop back, you big, tall guy, sit in the pocket. In today's football, like, Mark was really good pro bowl player when he played. I'm convinced he'd even be better now mm-hmm. because they would have let him play his natural tendency, which is to run around, buy time, use his athletic ability. Yeah, it
4: was something everybody said you couldn't do. It's
1: like, you couldn't do. Now yeah. it's like, if you don't do it, like, you can't play. So it's funny how errors change, mm-hmm. what's expected of players change. Yeah, and it's a different game. It's a different it's game. A different and game. I thought it was you funny. You should come back. Yeah. yeah I, That's yeah, an option. Right? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that great you might idea. die out there no, listen, right
9: now. We, so <laughs> Even we though were, they're we protected. Were, yeah, I could be the Jaguar quarterback. We would be 1-15, in <laughs> and that'd be the game that I <laughs> could <hurt>. play. <laughs> Pulled <laughs> your back hamstring. <laughs> Pulled my hamstring in practice. Yeah.
8: Well, let's hope your negative yes. energy this no, week pays actually, off.
9: No, actually, you know, I, I'm half kidding on that. I, I, I mean, uh, just it, it's time. It's, it's deserving. And, uh, I mean, it's – Antonio will speak to all of this, but uh, it'd be great for he and his family and his teammates, the fans, we o- something we can all celebrate mm-hmm. in. One of the greatest days in Jaguar history was the day we got him. And this would be another great day in Jaguar history, uh, the day he gets into the Hall of Fame. That day is coming, hopefully it's in, in uh, three days from now. Hope
8: hope so. So. All right. Thank you, Mark, for your time. All right. Thank you, JP. Back to you in Jacksonville.
9: All right. Ashwin
2: Sullivan, John Osier, Tony Buscelli, Mark Brunel. I'm, I'm sure you've heard some of those conversations before logs. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it, re- it reminded me of the
3: '96, the eight years back in the yep. day when you had those two amigos hanging out together all the time. And they were they were the same like grumpy old men. They are now. <laughs> it was the same way, but they were just a lot younger.
2: Plenty to get to. We'll hear from Peter King when we come back. We'll go back down to Miami as well. More with Tony Basselli. I'm sure they'll discuss the, his feelings going into the weekend as well. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
5: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly
0: there's a
10: chance your local geico agent has the same affinity for dad jokes as you
7: what do you call a fake noodle i don't know maybe an impasta oh so cheesy ah did it great on you
10: yeah you really shredded me (laughs) but there's a better chance your local geico agent could help you out with auto homeowners renters or condo insurance motorcycle boat or rv insurance too they'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings you don't need to share a love for paternal puns to do that Local Geico agents. Call or visit yours today.
4: There are a lot of SUVs on the road today, but many SUVs lack in sport and utility, not Ford SUVs. Don't let me go. Because Ford SUVs offer intelligent four wheel drive, not to mention ruggedness and versatility.
10: Your first name is free.
4: First name is Which means you can drive it like an SUV is meant to be driven. And you can drive it like a Ford.
6: Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles, and the Florida Highway Patrol.
0: Hey, Jax fans. You know green chili makes everything taste better. And our friends at 505 Southwestern make the good stuff. Flame roasted, premium quality. It's the famous Hatch Valley green chili in glass jars, not in tin cans. Try this idea. Mix some 505 green chili into your favorite salsa and add some kick. Or use 505 as a guacamole starter. You'll love 505 Southwestern.
10: Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a -A TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. When I've talked to Tony about this, I've, I've said, do not have any, have any expectations. expectations. Do not, well, like I, I said, said to, to, a to a friend of John Lynch's, Lynch's this week, week I said, Please, please tell, tell John. Him. I mean, obviously, his family's going to be here because of the Super Bowl. But please tell John not to make any plans, not to do it. I mean, because you just don't know. Every year when I go into that room, I write down the five people who I think are going to get in. And I have never been correct Wow. at the end <laughs> of the day. Uh, because I'm just trying to make a guess like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I think one of the things that becomes difficult is that things change when you get in the room. Peter King,
2: the legendary sports writer and a member of the selection committee. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. He's been at this for a long time in that room. Well, so. He's been
3: at it for a long time. And, and the reality is, is that we're talking about a finalist list. And everybody who is on the list is deserving to be there. And so uh, there's definitely cases to be made for one over other people. But for the most part, I mean, look, uh, throw all the names in a hat and then throw out five on the table, and they're all legitimate. And so uh, there's a lot of deserving candidates right now. They're deserving on the final list, and there's also deserving candidates that are not on the list.
2: And at some point might be down the line in years to come. That's how it works. Let's go back to Radio Row at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Tony Baselli, Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osier are standing by.
8: Thanks, guys. We're back live on Radio Row, Miami Beach Convention Center, getting ready for Super Bowl 54. Thank you to Mark Brunel for joining us. It was story time. I was saying in break, we should have a new segment on Jaguars.com. Just the two of you Oh, okay, yeah,
1: I mean, but it would be fun. People probably get tired of hearing it after a while.
8: No, no, no. Nah, was that was stuff. good It would be
1: stories. We could give our opinions. We could make fun of each other and say bad things about each other.
8: Yeah. It would be fun. It would be humbling you know, for I each was of but you. Know but
1: about uh, movie stars? I movie stars. He is
8: J-Lo. He didn't know who J-Lo was. Right. He thought she was an actress. He, he, well, she is. She She's first a musician. Well, f- she was
1: first Same. on that show, The Dancer. That was her first thing. J-Lo was the dancer on, uh, what was the show? Uh... uh you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, the weigh-in show. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I can't remember. Living color. Living color. Yeah, she that's right. Bingo. Oh. Bingo is his name. Yeah. Right. Good um, get. Good get, John. But he is in fact. He loves. Uh, he loves movies and actors and. He like gets
8: starstruck. I just don't care. <laughs> like Speaking of starstruck.
1: But I'll say before we go to starstruck. Real mm-hmm. quick. Go for it. Like, uh, it actually hit me because I asked the question about how errors change things. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would have been like the perfect. Like he was good when we played. Yeah. But can you imagine in this wide open spread offensive. You know, where mobile quarterbacks are promoted. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he was. Well, there would have been more
4: concepts designed around it.
1: And, I mean, the guy ran like yeah. four or five. I mean, he mm-hmm. could fly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what. I mean, and they like. I remember it was like the knock on him. Like, keep him in the pocket.
4: <laughs> before the knee injury, he would have been exactly what's wanted now. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, it's, inter- it's interesting. All
4: Come right. Uh, my question, because we just talked about it before we went on yeah. the air, I'm fascinated by the new. Yeah, the, the new, Bisselli, the, yeah, the,
1: new uh, the new strategy. Well, you know, and John, you've been around this whole thing with me the last three years leading up. This is year four being a finalist. And it's always been uh, year one, I didn't even know what to expect. I was just happy to be there, kind of thing. But human nature kicked in after that. Yeah, it did. Right. And like, then I go back and forth. Oh, I'm going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And you're trying to talk to everyone. Like, I'd see a voter and I'm like, oh, I want to talk to him. And, like, Tell me I'll make and, it. And you'd like live on. Like, I'd like. <laughs> Like just hang on every word they're saying and trying to read the t- tea leaves <laughs> and hey Pete who'd you talk to John who'd you yep. talk to, you know like, trying to figure out is this a year and then you get you go ba- and it's like maddening and so this year I'm uh, coming into it I'm like you know what and I, it, it was actually partly because I remember watching a thing of last year's you know announcement and I saw the video a uh, video of Ed Reed in his room like now a little different like he knew he was getting mm-hmm. in probably. But he was, had people in there, he, was like, he, like, he like loved cigars, smoking cigars, there was like a, you know, just hanging out. And like, people were laughing, there was like music, and I'm thinking, that is so different, because John was <laughs> in, yeah. in, my, in the room I was in, like, everyone's silent, intense, and like, whoa. The <laughs>
4: phone was right there, yeah, and he like, was crowded around. Yeah, like, look at
1: it's like, and it was miserable. And I, it was awful. And I said, I'm not doing that this year. And so this year going in, and I said, I'm getting in. I'm getting in the Hall of Fame, and I'm going to act like I'm getting in the Hall of Fame. Heck yeah. And I'm not going to try to, like, if I see a voter, I'll, if they're friends, I'll go say hi to them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to even ask them. I'm not going to talk to them. I'm, like, I'm, unless they want to ask me a story or what I think and everything else. And, and I'm going to have positive thoughts, and I'm going to try to visualize, like, hey, this is happening. The knock on the door. And in the room, and John will be there again. I'm not going to let people sit around. I'm gonna, we're going to be laughing. We're going to be dancing. We're, like, if I have to play music, I don't care what we're going to We're going to enjoy. I'll bring some games. Bring some, some, board, games. some board games. We'll play Twister. <laughs> I mean, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean, I'm really, really good <laughs> at yeah, Twister. Yeah. So you may <laughs> want to do something It'll else. It'll be tough. It'll be, It'll be tough on my that.
1: shoulder. My shoulder doesn't move very good. <laughs> but it's a good distraction. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I'm going to like, and someone says, well, and I, my wife said something leading into the week. And one of the says, well, if you get, I'm like, nope, we're not saying that.
8: When I get when in. When I get in.
1: And so that's our whole family thing. That's how we've been doing it. Now, is that going to ch- make me get in? Like, can I, like, self-will and self-visualize myself to get in? No, I don't think that. The 48 voters are going to decide. But what it will do is I'll enjoy this week more, and I won't be stressed about it. And I'm gonna tr- I'll am going to. i still be nervous in the room. There's no doubt about it. But I'm going to sit there, and we're going to enjoy it and have fun. And when the door knocks, we're all going to cheer and have a good time. Now, what and and so know what? I've got to know on doing.
4: this. There are times in that room where— I feel more sorry for Angie than I do for you, because she lit. Is she able to take your approach? Yeah, I think so. Okay, She's super good.
1: positive. I mean, listen, but uh, like, as much as I'm going to try to do this, it, like it's still going to be nerve-racking. Sure. But what I'm going to try to do is like, hey, listen, like we don't have to sit here pacing. Right. And listen, every time my phone rings because people call. Right. I'm going to be. Why would people call? Cause it, That's they, messed cause up. Because they don't know any better. They and I, <laughs> no one
10: called.
1: And they just don't know. Remember and, the
4: year Shadrack called.
1: Yeah, Shatter <laughs> called. My son called one Shatterick. time. No, he didn't. Well, the other one, like, here's the thing that always happens, because nowadays they sell your cell phone number, so you have all these tele <laughs> people calling. So you'll get, like, the phone ringing from tele. Not now. I just don't answer it. And uh, and so that will be nerve-wracking. I mean, because you can't change that. I mean, it is what it is. But I'm going to try to enjoy it, and I'm going to believe the best, and we'll see what happens.
8: A new positive Tony. Got to love it. Shatterick, I know you guys love that back there. I like
1: the old Shatterick. I mean, I'd be old to You like the negative, like yeah, ornery, I like do. bad and angry? and It could come out. Don't worry. It could come out Saturday.
8: <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> don't worry. All right. Back to you guys in Jacksonville.
2: Thank you very much, Ashlyn. And, uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you bring, up, bring back the double shot because we, we got
8: J.P. JP calling to sell <laughs> It didn't work. I don't know if he, he answered
2: just, the He just He just not? noticed that you were oh, calling him again. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, th- the bit would have been a lot funnier if he would have noticed. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It, it is an interesting dynamic, though, I'm sure, that room, because from all reports, and he said it right there, it's tight last year, and they're, you know the whole family's there, and everybody's there, and it didn't happen. And now the, the approach, you know what, for mental health purposes might be better that way, that it's, well, no, it's, I mean, it's going to be a fun time. Look,
3: uh, he's in a wonderful place. I mean, he's a, he's a Hall of Fame finalist. Mm-hmm. And uh, enjoy the ride. Yep. You know, so uh, a lot of times they say it's not about ending, you know, your destination. It's about enjoying the ride along the way. And and look, he's got uh, an incredible ride that he's enjoying right now. And at some point, I believe he's going to get in. Is it this year? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball because there's a lot of worthy candidates. And Tony is one of the worthy candidates. And I hope he gets in this year. But if he doesn't, you know what? The ride continues. That's right. And then next year he may end up getting in.
2: Uh, Schedule at Daly's Place kicks off in March. That's right around the corner. Some really good shows lined up. Tickets available at dalysplace.com. Kane Brown, the first show, March 28th. Nicole Swindell, April 17th. Plenty of shows coming up closer to summer as well. Back with more from Miami in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour and the Jaguars Digital Network.
5: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
6: Whether you are driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles
10: and the Florida Highway Patrol. Jags fans fill your wallet with one debit card that screams do all exclusively from TIAA Bank the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go and it's yours free when you open a yield pledge checking account up your financial game today visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC and the official
0: bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars Like working outdoors and want better pay and benefits? Superior Fence and Rail is seeking full-time fence installers who can provide first-class customer service. Recognized as a best place to work on the First Coast, they'll train you to work with their professional team and provide you with all the tools you'll need to be a top-notch installer. Get off the fence. Call Superior Fence and Rail today and start your career.
7: Superior Fence and Rail.
0: Hey, Jax fans, you know green chili makes everything taste better. And our friends at 505 Southwestern make the good stuff. Flame roasted, premium quality. It's the famous Hatch Valley Green Chili in glass jars, not in tin cans. Try this idea. Mix some 505 Green Chili into your favorite salsa and add some kick. Or use 505 as a guacamole starter. You'll love 505 Southwestern.
7: It's tough because what happens is you know you look at that list of 15 and you tell me who doesn't deserve to be in the hall of fame we're only allowed to get five in and what happens is you have a couple years like we just had where there's two or three first ballot hall of famers so that only leaves a couple slots so you have Mm buildups at certain positions we had a buildup and it's been we've got to get rid of it at the offensive line tony baselli deserves to be in the pro football hall of fame Alan Fanica deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Steve Hutchinson deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. The order sometimes is tough to accept, but as long as the recognition is there that that should happen, it's got to happen.
2: John Clayton, the professor, ESPN Radio in Seattle now, is a main role, and he is on the selection committee, and he'll be in the room with 47 others Mm -hmm. on Saturday in Miami. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. Let's go back to South Beach one final time. Ashlyn Sullivan standing by again.
8: Back on Radio Row Live for a couple more minutes at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Tony Baselli, big day on Saturday. I want to know what's on the playlist since you're Mr. Positive. What what tunes do we have lined up? That's a good question. I'll probably
1: leave it to my 18-year-old daughter. Okay. So, which means, but just songs you've never heard of, like Bieber, there's like this uh, Lizzo. Oh, she's great. My yeah. daughter, I, I, I don't really know her songs except for the one where they "Toss the Hair Back" song. Is I whip
8: my. Yeah, that, my da da yeah, da yeah, 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 that don't one. Know
1: my, my daughter loves Lizzo. Um, Me too. Uh, You're yeah. a big Lizzo yeah. guy. Probably Bieber. That's a good bet. I like that. Yep. a Good call. So. I'll probably leave it to them, let them do the playlist. John. Which means You're all leave it to Bieber? No. <laughs> yeah. to Bieber. Like you've really like knocked some out of the park yeah. today. Um, <laughs> I have to ask
4: sort of a serious question. Okay, let's ask. I'm Uh-oh. that guy. And again, you told me this right before we talked for the show. Yeah. I asked you <clears throat> at some level this is still cool though, right? But you said it's a little less cool <laughs> than use it used to be. It's getting less cool <laughs> so each year. <laughs> but I- I've always liked your perspective yeah. on it because you do get that it's an incredible honor you're one of 15 which is really cool
1: but i want to be one of five
8: right. <laughs> yeah um but that time has come yeah it's
1: it's less cool and not because the honor's any less the honor's still just as much as it's ever been right because bottom line is you look at the list there's 14 other right. great players on that list <laughs> and to be included in that in the process is amazing um the you know this year and maybe it happened in the past, I don't remember, but, like, the comments by guys I played against, the mm-hmm. Bruce Smith, thanks to Ashland, um, the Jason Taylors, the, you know, all these players, Mike McCrary, Chuck Smith. I don't want you to gloss over that. That meant a
4: lot to me. That you meant a ton
1: guys. to me because those are guys I played against. Like, they know. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, and especially in a position where there is no stats. Like, those are the guys mm-hmm. that know. And so that means a lot. Like, that stuff is so cool and will never get old like the nerves and the anxiety and like, this is the fourth year. And I was talking to John Lynch about it, a good friend of mine, GM for the 49ers. And this is his seventh year. <laughs> Oof. And, and so like, he's like, here we go. And like his family didn't even bother. Like, anymore like, <laughs> we're not going <laughs> give <laughs> me a call, but he's <laughs> like, here we go again. And it's he's just like, hopefully this is the year. And so that part wanes on you a little bit, mm-hmm. but the honor your peers talking about you, that stuff will never get old.
8: Well, here's to hoping this is the year.
1: Not hoping it is, it is the, year.
8: Thank it you, is the year. It is the it year. It is the year. It is the year. The positive.
1: And Ashlyn might be a big part of that. I mean, gold star to her getting Bruce Smith. They're
8: gonna give me a call. I'm gonna get a lot of money for this one day. I mean, you should like. I'd leverage that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was the coolest non-committal thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> <All> <laughs> Bruce's right. comments. He
8: just didn't want to do it. Nope. <laughs> he but got, he did.
1: He got close, and he, he, went, he close. went pretty. He went pretty far, and only because Ashlyn.
4: But you've never really talked to Bruce, right? I haven't talked to him since the last time we played. That's fantastic. Yeah, I don't
8: think he likes you that much. Yeah. <laughs> but he faked it for like 30 seconds. Yeah.
1: Hey, fake it till you make it.
8: <laughs> Whatever works. All right, JP, back to you guys in Jacksonville.
2: Well done, everybody down in South Beach. Ashton, John Ozier, Tony Baselli, the finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That is interesting. I don't know if you saw the Bruce Smith stuff the other day. We, I haven't uh, seen it. So the Pro Bowl. Ashland's the Pro Bowl, right? And they're on the practice field, and Bruce mm-hmm. Smith is there. I, I don't know if he's a captain or something was going on. And went up to him because uh, Bruce Smith was talking to to Josh Allen and Calais Campbell at the time. They, they go up after practice, and she's they were like, "Hey, you got to get Bruce Smith." Okay, so she goes up, and Bruce is kind of an intimidating figure, right? Mm-hmm. He's a, a large human being, and a, um, she's like, "Hey, I'm going to ask you about Tony Baselli," and apparently he just kind of glanced at her, I guess, and then they started the interview, and she asked about Tony Baselli. He had some pretty deep uh, there's the the most notable things he said about tony i'll say that yeah um that he uh, worked him pretty good and uh, deserves to be in maybe the career wasn't long but uh it, it was um it was the most that we've heard out of bruce smith about tony baselli in this regard well it's good
3: i'm yeah. i'm glad that bruce has come out and said some nice things about him because a lot of times bruce was very hesitant to talk about tony for a lot of years because it was essentially when he's complimenting tony he is somewhat criticizing his own level of that's play right. against Tony, right? Yes. And Bruce wasn't one to have that kind of conversation much. No. And,
2: you know, hey, that, that's part of the story, though. But if that Tony helps Tony, change the narrative, that'd be great.
3: Tony kicked his butt. Yes. And that's, that's the reality. And, uh, and Bruce didn't want to talk about getting his butt kicked. But, uh, you know, with age comes a little bit of uh, humbleness, I guess you could say, and and Bruce maybe has finally realized uh, what the real truth was because he denied. I mean, when people asked him about that game, he did not want to admit. And that's recently, too. Now. Yes, that's not, that he did yes. not have a good game, and he did not have a good game against Tony. Uh, I, one last thought about Tony here before we, we pack it away. When he came in the door as a draft pick, he was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, here I was, a veteran guy, expecting to work over a rookie. And, and you know, for the first couple of days, you know, you, yeah, sure. yeah. you got a little bit of him. But um, I was a veteran player, and uh, he, was, he was fantastic from the get-go. And you just don't see that. And uh, truly special. Truly special player.
2: Let's put him in. I mean, that'll be the biggest bust in Canton if he gets in, though. I'll say that. The biggest the sp- head? The biggest head, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be the biggest bust in Canton, yes. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, that. In that hall, uh, he will stand well, out. You know, for sure.
3: JP, a lot of guys, when they come in in the National Football League, there's, there's typically, they're still growing to do physically. Yeah. You know, because when you're playing in college, there's some boys and there's some men. When you come into the National Football League, there are still some boys that are going to be, become more of men. And when Tony came into the National Football League, I mean, essentially his body changed a little, but he was a man from the day that he he stepped on the field as a rookie. And that's very rare for for a player to come into the National Football League and, and to be able to play. The very first game he played after missing time because I busted his knee up in training camp, first game he plays against the Green Bay Packers, he was Beaten Sean Jones all up in the head and face area and worked him over, worked him over. And I was I had a front row seat, I, and I knew what kind of a player he was. And so I was literally Just not watching. on the bench yeah. when the offense was on the field. I was watching Tony. Tony kicked Sean Jones' butt in that first game here.
2: Yeah. Love it, awesome. Hey, guess what? There's more Baselli talk to come. The okay. Doug Marone show Good. is next. Uh, It's the final Doug Marone show of this season, in fact. Back with more uh, on the Jaguars Radio Network coming up. Thank you for listening and watching. Thanks to all our folks down in Miami for the contributions to Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.